0: Hello, everyone. Uh, My name is Devi Sri And uh, today, uh, we have a wonderful guest. Her name is uh, Mrs. Laura Bailey. And uh, she works in cybersecurity, one of the badass women ever I met. And it's an honor to have her in um, our podcast. And uh, thank you so much, Laura, for joining us. Of course. And um, before I get started, uh, would you please say that how do you pronounce your name?
1: In the US, I pronounce it Laura, Mm -hmm. but in my country, Laura.
0: Oh, great. So you're not from the United States. Um, Where
1: are you from originally? I am from Costa Rica. I came here 15 years ago.
0: Oh, my God. It's been a long time, more than I have ever. (laughs) Um, Thank you for joining today and sharing your story. And it's an honor to have you here. Um, Before we get started, why don't you introduce yourself and Tell us about like, how did you, you know, get into cybersecurity?
1: Uh, well, thank you so much for inviting me. Uh, this is very exciting. Um, I really, really like this kind of efforts where we empower women to, um, to know that there are a lot of options out there that we can grow no matter where we're coming from and no matter how our lives are, mm-hmm. we can just always have time and and resources to grow, uh, not only professionally, spiritually in, in a community. So well, thank you so much for inviting me again. And um, so, um, like I said, I am from Costa Rica. Um, I came here 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have a bachelor degree in business administration and a second degree in finances. I work currently for a cybersecurity company. Uh, we developed software. Uh, as well as we do consultant services and managed services. Uh, I am the CFO and I've been with the company for seven years.
0: Awesome. So like, thank you. So you are the chief financial officer. So you manage everything in this cybersecurity. So what exactly like do you like do a little bit of everything in cybersecurity or any particular thing you are focusing on?
1: Um, you're talking about the company in general, or myself?
0: Your role in cybersecurity.
1: Okay, my role is to not only uh, manage all the finances, finances, but also to uh, work with contracts. Um, in procurement, I get together with the customer. We see what the needs are, yes. and um, not only what the needs are, but we also do um, um, some testing yes. inside um uh, the, the the networks or the cloud mm-hmm. and we find out what are the uh the risks that the company is having currently or the that they could have so um, that we do some kind of penetration and and that's 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 what we, we actually do and i make sure that all the contracts go smoothly that all the non-disclosure agreements are in place master agreements insurance everything that the customer requires uh, for for us to go and get the permissions that we need also i make sure that everybody working in the in the project all the consultants have all the backgrounds in place um sorry the well, you mean the yes yeah that,
0: that they are actually <laughs> actually the saying who you, they are yes <laughs> it's, um, it's very very important when we talk about in cybersecurity and especially like you know risk is one of the huge problem and like you know about risk analysis and trying to find the right people, as you mentioned, that what the customer is, that's really exciting. Um, that's um, really exciting that you are working on, especially helping your clients, especially customers to getting understand that um, the, 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 the main thing is that like helping customers to figure it out, what is the cybersecurity problem and making them realize that there is a problem. <laughs> it's always I get asked like, well, cybersecurity is only for
1: like big companies. It's not really true. Cybersecurity is not After anymore. everybody migrated to the cloud, yeah. there is a bigger need out there for um, and especially people working from home now. Yes is there is a big need of being secure, not only on the corporate um, devices, but also on the personal devices yes. that we use to access uh, corporate information.
0: True, and that's that's very, very important. Um, so how did you get into cybersecurity? What um, made you like, you know, getting into cybersecurity, not any other profession?
1: Um, well, I, I did not get into it. Um, but because I, I, I was looking for it, mm-hmm. it came to me uh, by a big blast. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working um, since I came here to the U.S. Mm-hmm. and I, I started low. Yeah. I, I worked for um, a hospital. My mm-hmm. mother-in-law uh, was working in, uh, in a hospital and mm-hmm. she needed some help. Mm-hmm. And then I was helping out there with security yes. and things like for a couple months. And after that, I got a job at a mortgage company mm-hmm. and then... Um, I was there for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Then I was working for a um, a company that develops uh, homes um, yeah. on the lake Washington, yeah. beautiful mansions. Yeah. And and after that, um, my boss current my the current boss he started his own company mm-hmm. and uh, he invited me to join, join, but also just to see what they were doing yeah. if I was interested yeah. and. And I, and I kind of thought, well, this is very cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I am not an engineer. I have an engineer background, but uh, this is very cool. I would love to learn. And also he was giving me the opportunity of working from home and uh, being a full-time um, mother, full-time mom, full-time <laughs> um, worker. That was a big plus. Yeah. So yeah, that's I, how I came
0: in. That's, that's. I think that that's a great story and very inspiring because a lot of women, uh, when we talk about like, you know, traditional background, like there are many folks who are getting into cybersecurity, always have a question. And I get the question all the time. I'm not coming from like, you know, technology background or like, you know, typical math background. How do I get into cybersecurity? You are the perfect example when our listeners will listen to them. Um, it will be like, you didn't like take a straight path. You did other jobs and then you landed and then you took the challenge you didn't like you're just curious and you understood that hey there are let's let's see how it's happening and you know you took advantage of it and then now like you are enjoying it am I right yes
1: yes I enjoy it very much everything changes daily Mm -hmm. um and um and well another thing that this job has taught me so much um because in my country we, we do things differently in mm-hmm. in the accounting departments and tax and everything is different so in, starting from the from the bottom mm-hmm. uh, helped me learn a little bit at the time at the same time I was improving my English yes uh, because it was very basic when I came for first time mm-hmm. and um, so that helped me learn a lot more I want to say that a lot more that I could ever learn in college yeah I mean practice is, is just the best thing that you can ever do and they pay you for it yes (laughs) so um so a year and a half ago uh, I decided to start my our own company with my husband Mm -hmm. and uh, it it has been it's a small company Mm -hmm. but it has been very successful and if I hadn't had Mm -hmm. that exposure Mm -hmm. with this company I would probably not be as confident as Mm -hmm. it was Mm -hmm. like yeah let's do it Mm -hmm. let's start the company so, um, and I do it, I do it on the weekends, all the work that needs to be done for, for, for my husband and I company. And um, it is, it's like I said, I never felt like, oh, I can't do this. No, because I, I, I just had all this years yeah. under my belt and I felt really good about it. So that's, that's
0: really great and awesome to hear that. So you are working for a startup for, as a full-time and you are also having your own company. That's like
1: full of hands.
0: Like what motivates you keep going? My daughter.
1: Okay. Um, uh, my husband and I adopted our daughter from foster care when she was almost two years old. She came here as a foster baby mm-hmm. when she was five months old. And, and it was instant love. So I believe that uh, being a role model for her, being actually being able to, like I said, working from home, being with her when she needs me, having flexibility and get better every day is, is my, I, I think is my goal because I want her to see that everything is possible, even though she's got some learning disabilities and um, some things that um, we're working on right now. But uh, as, as overall she sees that women we are powerful and, and we can do great things yes but we have to work hard for it
0: yes um that's that's like um especially like you know working hard is like a general concept and as a women in cybersecurity, we're very much minority and that's one of the my goal and passion i care about like you know to work as much as bring as much as women into cybersecurity. and you know when i when i got to know you it's like you know you inspired me so much that um That's just like, you always keep going. It's always that smile in your face, even if like going through like, you know, this and then, you know, you know, homework and then there is, um, you know, like, you know, office and then there is your own, like, I never see you stopping. Like you do self-care, but it just inspire me. And I hope with this podcast, like, you know, the other people are also going to listen, uh, listen to this and inspire that there is no traditional way of joining cybersecurity. You just start where you are at. And you just keep going and you make mistakes, you learn from it. And then you learn at a time, small thing at a time, because many times I think that we try to learn everything together. It's hard. Like, you know, there are a lot of information. And as you know, as you already said, that cybersecurity every day is not the same. So sometimes it's less work. Sometimes it's more work. I would like to ask you, so like, as you mentioned that, like, you know, you're coming from, you're immigrant. I am also an immigrant to this nation. Um, What benefits you, uh, like, you know, um, in in cybersecurity? Like, do you only operate in the United States, like, or do you operate globally?
1: Oh, yeah. No, we operate globally. Uh, We have a lot of projects going on right now in Latin America. Mm -hmm. We have done some projects in Australia and Mm -hmm. and some parts of Europe, but um, our business uh, focused on uh, the Americas mainly, M- mainly
0: in US and then other. That that's awesome. Um, what differences when we talk about in cybersecurity, especially cybersecurity education in US and other countries? Um, if you do have experience, if you di- did see, um, if yes, would you like to share?
1: Um. So can you repeat the question? My question, sorry.
0: Um, my, my question, next question is that, like, you know, you operated in different countries. Um, in Latin America is where you're coming from. How the cybersecurity education works in comparison to when you see in the United States?
1: Oh, okay. Well, I we saw a lot of resistance to move to the cloud. Mm-hmm. It's big. Mm-hmm. It's big. They don't really, uh, comp- companies in Latin America don't have all the resources most yes. of the time. Mm-hmm. So they, they were not... Um, budgeting mm-hmm. for, for cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, they wanted to grow and, but they were not taking care of that side. Now, mm-hmm. uh, nowadays where all the news are um, there at the minute they happen, mm-hmm. all the breaches, people know more about, mm-hmm. okay, this could happen to me. We see um, we see a lot more uh, people being open mm-hmm. to invest into and, yes. and, and to put a big chunk of the budget uh, related to how do we secure um, not only our resources but our, com- our customers yeah. information yeah into like in a cybersecurity when we talk about and that's
0: very very important because like you know when we talk about budgeting and even if like in in the courses I teach that like they always talk about like okay, why do we need a particular budget in security? Well, we need the awareness, as you mentioned, which is a very, very huge point to know that when there is data breaches happening, any kind of cyber attacks is happening, the knowledge is spreading, there is alert system, which maybe previously it was not. And then, you know, they like, I'm coming from a third world country, still, you know, there is also resistance to moving into cybersecurity, but still like, you know, we have to convince people and especially like when we talk about different population to convince that cybersecurity is important. Our generation is very much like, we kind of like try to, we grew up in a technology world, I think. And in the third world country, you know, when I talk about my parents, my grandparents, they will be like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Give away passwords. What motivates you day to day um, in cybersecurity, and you know, as, as a uh, mother,
1: what motivates you every day to keep learning? Well, see that we are making a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, about the company I'm working for, uh, we are developing, like like I said at the beginning, we're developing this software where I have my portal right in in my in my collaboration. Mm-hmm. Uh, tool that we use as teams mm. so I have my own portal that we developed from mm. eVisor mm. so I see where the employees are mm-hmm. um, it would let me know if somebody is not in the U.S. for example mm-hmm. if there is an email from an, em- an employee from that mm-hmm. company that is coming from China or Russia uh, then we we get that at mm-hmm. the minute mm-hmm. um, so we got information about who's sharing confidential information mm-hmm. we get it right there we get information um like if somebody is deleting information mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. uh, repository which mm-hmm. is sharepoint mm-hmm. um so we get all of that information super quick mm-hmm. and of course we have all the policies in place mm-hmm. that you know if they don't have the rights to get into sharepoint mm-hmm. for certain confidential mm-hmm. information they can't have it mm-hmm. but if, if we're talking customers in um then everything has to be protected if for some reason an employee is trying to do mm-hmm. uh, something that is not supposed to do, this advisor tool lets it know immediately. Mm-hmm. And as as we have that one as well, we have uh, some other more mm-hmm. that do kind of the same thing, mm-hmm. uh, that inspect or do, do, do provide more reports. Mm-hmm. And that is just amazing to see how we are growing. Mm-hmm. But we're growing to respond to the needs to our customers and that's how we actually started doing software because mm-hmm. you, initially we would just only do a consulting mm-hmm. that's
0: awesome to hear um what are the like like you know this is a constant learning process as we know we both are in cybersecurity. that technology is changing every day and you have to keep learning and motivating um are there any learning resources you are using for your personal purpose to keep you educating
1: um, yes I am learning right now because uh, i I know how to use excel mm-hmm. from college yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's basic so I am learning right now how to uh, get better at excel and, mm-hmm. and get it into power bi mm-hmm. and do reports in a in a, in a better way mm-hmm. uh, they're faster mm-hmm. we can be more efficient so and then I read mm-hmm. I read as much as I can because mm-hmm. um, I'm also busy afterward, Mm -hmm. but, um, and also we have this certification path Mm -hmm. plan Mm -hmm. that um, not uh, only the consultants and the engineers have to be certified Mm -hmm. for the uh, solutions that we provide, Mm -hmm. but also um, my team, which Mm -hmm. we we Mm -hmm. do all the Mm -hmm. billing and Mm -hmm. invoicing, they they need to know and understand what we're doing and how azure works for yes, example yes. and when they talk to a customer when we go to a big event or something a customer talks to us uh we we wanna yes uh be savvy about yeah it. it's so. just
0: like constant learning getting certifications any new technology and uh, azure is one of the like you know important cloud provider as we know that um that that's great like you know keep reading so the three takeaways what i learned from here is um Three takeaways is um, first is um, learning, keep learning, and then, you know, update yourself into technology and everything. Um, so, I would like to le- learn that any challenges did you face in your journey so far?
1: Um, I want to say that I have been very blessed. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, my challenges at the beginning were because my English was not so clear. So, mm-hmm. I wasn't too confident. Mm-hmm. And like speaking on the phone or talking to a customer in with British accent, for yes. example, yeah. it was very challenging for me. Uh, but with time, I saw that people were very welcoming, yes, and that made me feel not only better but more my confidence. Yes, yeah. got better as well. And then, of course, at, at the same time, I was improving. Yes. So um, if you don't get out there, yeah. you're never going to get better. True. So you have to push yourself to the max. And uh, another thing that I I wanted to mention is that for us here in this country, for us as women Mm -hmm. and as a minority, we have resources that we can reach out. At this moment, I um, am putting together all the paperwork for for my company, Mm -hmm. my husband's company, uh, to get uh, minority status. Mm -hmm. So with that, we can get more contracts because Mm -hmm. when we are working for um, a uh, general contractor who is doing a project for federal or mm-hmm. state funds, then they, they are required to hire minority companies. Mm-hmm. And so we are, we couldn't do it at the beginning because mm-hmm. I was brand new to mm-hmm. this, uh, to this field, which is mm-hmm. construction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now I have a year and a half, almost two years of experience in managing all the contracts that we get for this company and um, now I feel that it's about time that we start getting that um, that certification so we can start doing um, more beating and more mm-hmm. business for a minority.
0: That's awesome. I would love to have you second, you know, doing a part two if you are interested um then if you are you know interested in coming um, in upcoming months it's an honor to have you uh, before we go as we know that we have like you know constant time and we, you are very very busy what advice would you like to give for women entrepreneurs for future if, if if a woman wants to start a business or like if women are already in business what advice would you like to give
1: build a community okay uh, we we can't do this by ourselves. Mm-hmm. We need to surround ourselves uh, by women that know more than we do, mm-hmm. because ninety percent of the time, mm-hmm. or maybe ninety nine percent of the time, they're willing to help and support. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's that said, don't 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 be afraid of growing and push yourself, learn, but also uh, build yourself a community
0: and reach out as well. Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, so. Uh, laura uh Valey, um mrs laura willy thank you so much for coming and sharing your experience i would love to have you again talking about your like you know how did you you know start a business from the scratch and there are many many questions i get day to day basis and today i think that whoever our listeners are going to be which is like you know global audience they will be learning about you your journey and what are the things you do in cybersecurity and what inspires you and I think that you inspire me and then a lot of other women are going to ins- will be inspired by your story thank you so much it's an honor to have you on the thank show. you for inviting me this was actually very fun to do thank you